Coming to you directly from the After Hours Lounge in the front porch, <laughs> the front sidewalk of the best cigar shop, east or just west of this very location, it's the Cigar Hacks. Uh, what do you say, Ricky? Where are we at? Hey, 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 we're up here in Manchester, one of my favorite places up here at Castro's. Yeah, we good if you talk into your mic. Yeah, okay. Speak up. Uh, panel of hacks for this installment are, of course, Nurse Rick. Needs an enema. Hey, enemas for all, extra lubricant. And a 724. And we got uh, Hunter Rick in the back there. You're prancing along, you get thirsty, you spot a little brook, you put your little dear lips down to the cool, clear water. Bam! A f- bullet rips off part of your head. Your brains are laying on the ground in little bloody pieces. Now I ask you. Wow! What kind of pants a son of a bitch who shot you was wearing? There you go. Well, we'll do that again. There's something really dark about that guy. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, well, here we are at Castro's, everyone. So right out here in Manchester, buckle up for this one because it looks like it's going to be a good one. All right, we got Chuck Roast. Where's the beef? Where's the beef? Hey, where's the beef? The beef's up here at Castro's in Manchester. We're doing the outdoor out, outdoor podcast tonight. Very nice night. Enjoy the show. On the sidewalk. Pat McGroin. I called my groin. People ask it hurts to wear. I say put your hand right there. I called my groin. Well, it's a double headed tonight. We're having fun here up at Castro's. It's gonna be a loaded, loaded show, including us. Okay. We got the Pat the Lua student. Out there, and you're doing your thing out there. I think you're gonna be really great. If you don't f up. Hi, Pat. Hey, Pat. What's up? What's going on? Where have you been? I'm sharing a headset, so I have no clue what's going on, but I just know Pat McGroin is one button undone too much right now. I'm seeing too much (laughs) McGroin chest hair right now. (laughs) Too much. No, I know. All right. He's got the hair slicked back, though. All right. And we got Costas, the olive oil man. I prefer a greasy can of olive oil. Hey, what's going on here? We got a lot of people up here. Oh, it's too many. On the street. <laughs> too many At people Castro's. out here. Okay, Ricky, is that everybody? No, no. A lot of buns. A lot of buns. A lot of buns walking around. Joey, Joe, Joe. There he is. Oh, I need your advice. Yeah. See, I got this friend named Joey Joe Joe Jr. Shabadoo. That's the worst name I ever heard. Oh, no. Hey, Joey Joe Joe. My security guard. That's your cue. How you doing? I'm doing good. How, How you, you doing? doing? How you doing? All right. What's next, Ricky? Okay, Where so we'll get to you. We'll, guys. We're gonna start off on the left here. We got we got the shadow. Oh, the shadow, shadow is in the house. The shadow. The shadow. Of course, I don't have the shadow. Okay. Only the so. shadow knows. Who so knows he, what? He, he knows oh, what evil oh, 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 is. <laughs> I know where we can give the shadow. Go ahead. Here we go. Do you want to play this? Okay. Do you want to play with us? Okay. No. Shout out to my little friend. 
<laughs> Don't edit tonight. No so edit. Banging with Nimish Patel, and now we're in Manchester at Castro's back room. Oh, what the? Shadow knows. He certainly does. It's All a right, beautiful thing, didn't? Next we, on the mic, Midget Mike. Two two years. Two years in a row, this has been the best rep from the Hacks. His cigar has been the not the number uh, number one for the last two years, and right now it's running as number one for the third year. We have Mike the Cop. Yeah. You guys want to f- around? I come back before f- body cams. That's it. So you want to you want you want to test us? We'll take you out. <laughs> okay. I Next. love you guys. I'm glad to be back on the hacks. We have a good show tonight. It's gonna be a great time. Beautiful. You know, one of the beautiful things of the hacks is we have about five shops that we're very very loyal to, including this one. One of the best bars. Great. Great cigar place. We're very, very lucky because I was going to trade eight thousand points to get this guy on our show. We got Nimish. We got we Nimish. got we got Mr. Kurt Kendall in the house. Oh, it's Kurt. Seven twenty-four. Seven twenty-four. <laughs> You're like Luke Skywalker, dude. You guys have no idea. Like he's flying private all over the. World. Mike, can you shut you up, Mike? Let him Mike, hammer, shut up. <laughs> Turn his mic off. Well, I finally, I'm finally making my debut, and I appreciate you cashing in all your points yes. and all your future points. That's right. <laughs> for the rest right. of your life. That's right. So I'm happy to be here on uh, beautiful Elm Street, Manchester, New Hampshire, across the street from where our cigar brand started at 724 Elm Street. Yeah. And the yeah. sign is still on the the G. Sullivan side for 724 is still on the building. Down the street over here. Right, right down the street. Yeah, yeah. Street. Incredible. So wow. thank you, Kurt. Uh, it's my honor. I'm sitting next to my good friend uh, who you're yes. going to introduce next. So we have a very, very special guest star. Uh, we've heard an awful lot about you from your very drunk cousin, Rocky. Uh, we have Dimish Patel in the house. It's a pleasure to be here tonight. What the hell is that music? Now, that's your shit, intro. That's an intro. That's impressive. Listen, <laughs> it's an honor to be up here in Massachusetts. This is New Hampshire. This is New Hampshire. It's the same. Yeah. Well, it's the same to me. I apologize. But it's a, oh yeah, no tobacco tax here, right? No, no tax. Yeah, that's even better. So listen, it's a pleasure to be here tonight, hanging out with a great bunch of people. Let's have some fun tonight, and I'm honored to be sitting next to Mr. Kurt Kendall, Mr. Seven Twenty Four. Yes. All right. So is that everybody, Ricky? That is everybody. We got we got Sean back here. Now Sean, hey, Sean Sean doesn't like to be on the podcast, but a little shy. he comes to a lot of our shows. He's, so and he's he hosted once. A highly respected <laughs> member of this hack group. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this is your humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Dave. To the man! The man! The legend! What we just don't All know. All right. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
Our uh, segments include Hidden Herb Blind Cigar Review. We have a nice, looks like a Toro to me. Uh, and uh, then we got current events in the cigar world, if we get to that. There's a whole bunch of things to read. And then uh, we got the local spotlight cigar lounge review. We're going to talk about Castro's here. We are. And yeah. maybe twins, too. You know, Dave, you guys were twins earlier. And Dave, um, something I forgot to mention. Would you get, Chuck Rose, give Eric your headset for a second. The owner of this very fine establishment. This guy right here. This is, is right here. This is an establishment Eric. that this is an establishment that we visit almost two to three times a week. Right after we go to Twins, we always come up here. The owner of this fine establishment, Castro's, out here on Elm Street. We have Killer in the house. Killer the Kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne at the Prince of Bel Air. Thank you, everybody. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming. Be a good Eric. time with Kurt and Nimitz. We love you, brother. <laughs> love you too. I do have something to say about Eric. I've known him, I think, for 15, 18 years. The dude hasn't changed. He looks like he's still 40 years old. You look amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant he hasn't changed his clothes. I mean, well, the guy is looking true. sharp right now. If anybody's interested in one nine hundred killer, just call it. Call the number one nine hundred killer. Can somebody turn Mike's mic off, please? Yeah, we can do that. Okay, so uh, what else we got here? Then we get the maybe we'll get the controversy corner where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible tooth learning, hidden nerf reveal, hidden nerf you can't find us all of you in our usual places: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, scarhacks.com. And we're done with all that stuff. Okay. <laughs> what all right. What time to get into the cigar. What are we talking about today? Time <laughs> okay. to get into the cigar here. So we have a nice kind of, what is this, a Maduro? Oh, we're smoking that? Yeah, we're going to smoke right, it now. We're going to cut it, light it. We're going to cut it. Drawer and get it lighted when the song comes on. And then, thanks. And we're going to talk about it. Cold drawer has kind of got a little sweetness oh. on it. You know what would be great? A lighter would be really nice right now. Yeah. Well, we, we, have lighters. we have lighters. <laughs> Can you guys please turn Mike's mic off? All right. Yeah. Okay. Play the lighting music. Okay. Permanently. Fire! Ouch. Light them up. Keep the day. Hey, You're hitting my car. <laughs> my ears just left. <laughs> I think that song was from Pitch Perfect. <laughs> that was no, the German group. Yeah, I think you're right. What was the name of the German group? Mike, now you can finally talk. Here you go, Mike. German group? All right, turn Mike's mic off. You don't know what he said. Push the top. Everybody get lit up here? No, we're working on it. We're getting it. We're passing lighters around? Yep. Pat McGrain has a freaking nice lighter idea. That's my lighter, you He told you. Thank you. This is like a... Micro lighter, Joey's oh, lighter, a little micro lighter going in. Wow. Initial uh, impressions here? I That's think a, I know what it is. Some nice Ooh. pepper on this. Is it yeah. Rocky Patel? <laughs> it, oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's sun-grown Maduro. This is it's, a quorum. Sun-grown Maduro. It's definitely Rocky Patel we're here with. Yeah. You go with Nimish, so. Yeah, that's a good guess. Is this one of these Nimmies? Is it what? Is the Nimmy? It is. It is. Oh. Kurt, I got to back up. Seven twenty-four. Good cigar. Has some really nice Lajero on the. Uh, yeah, tip. it's got yeah. some spice. Yeah. Not overpowering though. So. No, no. This is not an image. Nice this first. Is not nice. an image. Too good. Somebody <laughs> turn Mike's mic off, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can but, turn it off for him. Where are we? Wow. Yeah. Good food. 
good wow. first hits on this. Thing. Really good. We're main or really good. I got to say one thing about the New Hampshire cigar culture. Eric and Kurt do an amazing job. Yes, they do. I mean, it's uh, it's freaking 11 o'clock, 11.15 at night, and we got, I don't know, 50 to 80 people in the bar having a good time, smoking, enjoying cigars, and respecting our rights as an American. So thank you to Eric. Thank you to Kurt. We appreciate you guys supporting us, and uh, let's have some fun tonight. That's and please turn Mike's mic off. Yeah. <laughs> and let's hope nobody gets shot on the street tonight. At 11 o'clock at night, we got two of the biggest establishments in New Hampshire here with us tonight. So. Yeah, well, Actually, I got I got my bodyguard and Joey to protect me. <laughs> Actually, we have I got three. You don't That's worry about bodyguard. it. This is great. I mean, we got we got Eric here. We got we got Kurt here and Mike Lervier. Mike Lervier and Mike, yeah. the best rep in the world. Rep of the year, right? Rep, rep of the year, two years in a row. Yeah, two years in a row. Award winning Mike. Two years in a row. Award winning Mike. Aaron Rodgers couldn't do that, but I did it. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers could not do it, but I did it. Can you please shut Mike's mic off? <laughs> permanently. <laughs> I mean, for like ever. Me, yeah, permanently. Me and Tom Brady. Like, is, is he even playing the NFL? <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, <laughs> but. I will. I just want to say one last thing. If you haven't been here, you guys got to come check out these two stores. Amazing gentlemen who know how to run a retail cigar bar business. It's an amazing experience, yes. and hopefully all the listeners will get their chance in life to enjoy that experience because it's amazing. They always you're going to come, and if Amen. you come here, if you're in Manchester, you got Turn Castro's, Mike's mic off. and you can go <laughs> 11 minutes down the street, and you can be at Kurt's place. Twins in Londonderry. Both great London places Berry. to go. So you're saying yeah. is that you can and, double fist the night. In both places, yeah. they always make you feel like you're at home. It's always very uh, courteous and very hospitable at both places. We don't over-serve people. Mike did not come from my place. No, we, we know that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you I know, seen him coming tape. out of the nightclub it's right over here. Now. now you're coming. You know, that's something <laughs> that I, I have to say. For all the years that I've been going to Twins, both locations, at Twins in Londonderry, I have never seen anybody over-served. Well, you weren't Ever. there tonight. Ever. I must not have been there when you were there. Never seriously. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a Seriously. legitimate question. Is it London Dairy or London Berry? London Dairy. 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 Oh, I screwed up. Dairy. All right, Mike, you were right. London Dairy. My bad. And then there's a dairy, too. So, you know, I'm, I'm dying. If I can get right into this with Nimish, um, Go right I am dying to ask you something. We did an interview with your cousin till 3.30 in the morning. And Rocky told us. It, it was four. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, it was And good. we were lit. But it was late. Rocky told us a story saying how he got you, and it was him in the three-piece suit that yes. showed up. And he was ready to go so to work. I'm, ready, I'm dying to hear there. this from your yeah. side. All right, so let me tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah. My cousin is late for everything. That's 100% true. I was not in a three-piece suit, but okay. I was in a suit. Okay. All right. Joey's in a three-piece. There you go. I was oh. not. Okay. But oh, he's like... Meet me downstairs at 9 o'clock. We're heading to the office. I had no clue. I hadn't worked for him. I just wanted to see right. the operation. So I'm ready. I'm like 8.55. Rocky, we got to leave. We got to leave. He just, Meet me downstairs. I'll be right there. I go downstairs to the basement. His garage. That's his freaking operation. <laughs> he had a girl named Polo doing everything. And a guy in Florida, in uh, Tampa, his name was Tom Kuhlman shipping the cigars 
I'm like, Rocky, where do you store the cigars? Well, Tom stores them in Tampa in one of those uh, storage units and ships out of there. But I said, you ship from here, too, in California and all that on the West Coast. He goes, yeah, open up the closets. There were humidors. <laughs> Listen, it's amazing where we've come. Mm. Absolutely. I mean, one of the questions I asked Rocky was, how does a guy from Green Bay, Wisconsin, end up as the Rocky Patel? And tell me about your company. And he said, I started off with uh, my cousin and my brother. And he goes, and we made it. Listen, we've worked our butt off. There's no denying that. You got to have some luck along the way. And people enjoyed our cigars, you know. This industry is all about relationships. And, yeah, you have to have a good product, but it's all about the relationship. And we create some amazing relationships with Kurt and Eric. And we're blessed to have people still to this day support us. Sure. And we treat them, I believe, Kurt, maybe you can tell me different, with respect, love, and family members. Eric, we do the same thing. I haven't seen Eric in 12 or 15 years. Wow. And you come here and it's like your family. Yeah. Mike, can you shut his mic off, please? (laughs) (laughs) Let me speak. But this industry is not rocket science. You make a good product, you support your retailer, and they support you back. It's that simple. And we got two lucky guys right here, Eric and Kurt, that truly have our back, and we appreciate everything they do for us. Absolutely. And then the the other question I have is, so when... Rocky brings back a cigar, he thinks it's dynamite, and either Nish or yourself don't think it's dynamite. What happens? So, we we have about four or five people in our office that have amazing palates, in our opinion. And when you taste something in Honduras and Nicaragua or, or Dominican Republic, a lot of cigars taste amazing. you got to bring them back to the U.S. and smoke them. And sometimes cigars that we love down there don't taste so good in the U.S., but vice versa. Some cigars we thought were okay down there, you bring them back to the U.S. and they taste amazing. And no one in this industry has figured out why. I don't know if it's the water, the air, whatever. But you really, to make a final decision, you got to smoke those cigars in the U.S. And I'm sure Kirk can tell you the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Many absolutely. times I've had that happen. But also, it makes a big difference with time and with age. You can smoke a cigar off the table in Honduras or Nicaragua, and it's spectacular. And uh, you bring it back to the States, and it's not so good. And it can go the other way, too, where something's uh, so strong or not blended that well. You go back to it three, four months later in the U.S., and it's spectacular. So oh. then then I have a question for both Eric and Kurt. You guys have a plethora of different types of uh, facings. How do you decide what to bring in? All the rock, all the rocky. No, seriously. I mean, Eric, put the mic on, brother. Come on. Yep. I mean, but for both of this, because I know Kurt bought something, like lots of something, and it didn't sell so well. The down downstairs, the uh, the one with the artist. I don't know. That's, but, a, that's a different story. But but so the question is, is with so many different uh, facings out there and so many different types of cigars. How do you know what to bring in? Do you try them? I mean, what do you do? Well, as he said, it has a lot to do with the relationships. Right. You know, you're going to buy who you're uh, most comfortable with mostly. Or if something's really hot and you want to try it highly rated and you want to bring that in. But it has to do with the manufacturers and the reps mostly. 
Yeah, I would agree with Eric. Consistent stuff. Mike, turn his mic off. Please. A lot of, <laughs> lot of it has... Hit, hop, hit me, hit me, hit me, hop me, you don't stop rocking. <laughs> oh, boy. Can you let Kurt talk now? Yeah. You know, like Eric said, a lot of it's got to do with the relationships, but your relationship could start the day that the owner, the manufacturer, or the rep walks in your door. You can typically judge whether they're of good character, good people. If they have, a, in, if they check those boxes off, and they have good product, and you think that they can support uh, bringing it in, I'll always give them a chance. Yep. And uh, we'll, we we tend to get behind the brand. If we bring something in, we'll showcase it. We'll get the staff uh, with all the knowledge about the brand, and then get behind it. And then after that, it's kind of up to the brand to kind of hold its own. Listen, and and, and just so you know, Nimish. So we're the Cigar Hacks, and what's different about this podcast is we've had lots of owners and lots of uh, lounge owners on the show. Our job as Cigar Hacks is we support B&Ms. We don't want people buying online. We want people buying from their local brick and mortars. Um, but when we test the cigar, when we taste the cigar, we give a very honest rating. We're not selling the product. Sure. We're tasting it, and we're giving it a real rating. I mean, we've had some very well-known owners on the show. We didn't like the cigar. We'll say it. This cigar happens to be excellent. Um, <laughs> but that's what we do. That's our job as cigar hacks. We're not... Uh, we're no advertising, no sponsors. No, we're, nothing. We're, we're, we're not holding well, well, it to anybody. Well, that me, said, how has Rockwell done the last couple Mike, of years? Mike, Pretty relax. Good. So let me tell you from the manufacturer's standpoint. <laughs> They gave you the retailer standard. Right. To bring a cigar, what manufacturers believe most, I think, is the relationship helps get the cigar in the store, right? Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's up to the consumer. All right? That's These right. guys will bring a product in for us because right. of our relationship. Right. But if they're consumed, they can push the hell out of it. But if their consumer That's doesn't right. support it, it's going to be out the door because that's that, right. It's real estate, right? It is. And you're fighting, every manufacturer is fighting for real estate. That's right. And if that product doesn't improve, uh, doesn't sell and perform in that real estate, they're going to go to somebody else because yep. it's not paying the rent. I, I always find it amazing when I go into Kurt's store, we, we go to the bargain bin because you have cigars in there that other stores sell them like crazy. And it's so I find it interesting because every store has a different group of people that buy different things. It's amazing to me. We use that bargain bin in a couple different ways. Sometimes when you want to dump, and sometimes when you want people to actually try something. Right. So it might be in there, or the last couple of cigars out of a box, I'll throw it right. in there. Gives people an opportunity to try something they might not have. That's uh, right. And it's great. Yeah. Absolutely so, awesome. So, Kurt, is that your call or is that Sean's call to throw it in the bargain bin? Sean <laughs> <laughs> is flipping everyone off for those who can't Sean's, see it. Sean's behind you, Kurt. He's playing the fifth. <laughs> I got you, Sean. Yeah. Sean's a great manager. You work as a team. team. Yeah. There you go. Right Kurt, there it's you a go. team, but at the end of the day, it's your call. It's your business. Yeah. It's your call. If I walk in there and see something that shouldn't be in there, I'll pull it right out of Yeah, there. right. Yeah. Makes sense. And if no, if listen, I haven't bought it already. There's, no, yeah. magic, there's yeah, no, right. no magic to this. We've blended some cigars that we love the hell out of, but they didn't sell. Wow. And there's cigars we sell 
that me personally don't even enjoy, but we sell the crap out of it. At the end of the day, it's up to the consumer. consumer. Exactly. Everyone has different taste buds. And when you have so many facings that you sell outside of the U.S., do you sell different stuff to different countries? or? So, for the most part, no. But there are some stuff because the general in the Europe, in the international market, they, they're not into box press cigars. Right. We're lucky some of our box press do sell there. But generally, internationally, they enjoy a milder cigar. But it's changing, right? Because yep. they can't get the Cuban cigars anymore. So the so-called New World cigars are taking over the market. Five years ago, it was 70%, 80% Cubans and 20 30% New World. It's completely flipped. Right. And when they get a Cuban cigar now, the prices of those have gotten out of whack. So they're yeah. going to the New World cigars. So the New World cigars are taking over the market internationally. Obviously, you can't smoke legally Cubans in the U.S. So. At the lawyer. You always ask the best questions. This is your chance. Wait, before this guy, Pat, speaks, I just met him for the first time tonight. I didn't tell Kurt, but I told him and Sean, the guy's amazing. He worked his butt off at the event tonight, and I got to give him a lot of props. He did an amazing job. So congrats to you, young kid. I would get the hell out of our industry <laughs> as he an is. attorney, but he wants to be in this, and I respect it, and I hope that you go a long, long way. Thank you, Nimesh. Yeah. Hey, hold on a minute. Let me just chime in for a minute. Because I don't know how long ago it was, maybe three years ago, we were looking for a bar back for our bar. And my friend, who I can see from here, standing at the door of his bar, <laughs> sent Pat over and said, hey, this kid's a hustler. He works real hard, and uh, you really ought to give him a shot. Pat came in as a bar back and worked his ass off. He mastered the being a bar back. He worked his way up the ladder at the point where, uh, before most of our retail tobacconists, he had his uh, degree from Tobacco University. <laughs> <laughs> and everything he's jumped on, he's mastered yes. immediately. So Pat's really hustled hard. He's a great kid. As, as a consumer, and, uh, I can attest to that. Every he went time from I bar go back, there. bartender, retail tobacconist. He's really good. Every time I go to the store, he recommends stuff yeah. for me, and I've never been disappointed. But he thinks really. he's Magic Mike. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> It means his pants are too tight. That's right. <laughs> well, Pat does a show, and the hacks often come to watch their show. Yeah, you know? it's the, the Twins uh, podcast. The, the not Twins just podcast. And one day, Pat came with a pair of pants that were tighter than Breeze. And we, we, I think we, he's got them on tonight. And we ripped them apart. <laughs> Everybody was laughing. But... So, Pat, what do you say? So, Pat. Yeah. I, I never had said I don't know what that was going on right now. So, <laughs> so, Pat, I mean, you asked Rocky some great questions. This is your chance with Nimitz. We know you didn't do a podcast there. I'm on the spot right now. I right? am. Don't start poaching my guy over here. I'm not, right. We're not poaching your guy. He's already a hack, by the way. Half oh. your store are hacks. Uh, Pastor Padron, choir boy, Dave. Uh, I mean, if I, if I had to just shoot a question off... I guess the question I would have from today is, so all week we've been smoking the Nimi D at the shop because we just got them in and we're trying them out for the event that we had. My question would be, when you're under an umbrella like Rocky Patel, where you have so much tobacco to utilize, how did you go about creating the Nimi D? Like, I mean, you have 
essentially almost everything you can work with. And then, you know, it, to me, like, the Nimi-D is a different iteration of a Rocky Patel. Like, it shares the same characteristics you look for in Rocky Patel, but it takes it in another angle, and it's like a unique smoke in itself within that portfolio. So how did you accomplish That's that? That's a great question. So what? listen, when, when we blend, and I'm going to give you two answers. So when we blend for Rocky Patel, we try to blend a cigar that we believe the consumer is going to enjoy, right? But Nish and I, when we made our cigars, it wasn't. We knew it was going to light the world up. We were trying to make a cigar that the two of us enjoyed. But when we blend for Rocky and the company, it's a cigar for the consumer, and it's not easy because our palates don't match the consumer. But we hopefully we have an idea. We believe that's correct, and we know a direction whether we want it mild, medium, or full. We know we're going to try to create something in that direction. But truly, when Nish and I created our cigars, we blended for our palate. Now, whether it sells or not, that's up to the consumer. But that's what Nish and I did, blend something that we totally enjoy to smoke. And for Rocky, it's we're missing this pocket, so let's blend something that we believe the consumer will enjoy. And for the most part, it's worked out for us. So then going off of that, then, another question that kind of sprouts from that is, you know, like on our podcast, we do at Twins, like I've talked to a lot of manufacturers and... You know, you have a lot of people that say that they typically blend for their palate, but then I've had other people say that they blend for the market. So typically, a lot of the times I've seen people that blend for their palate, like, the, you know, their own passion, it's been very successful. So in your opinion, like, do you think that blending for, you know, like the cigar maker's palate opposed to blending for the consumer, like, the, the, you know, the positive negatives of that, like, which one of the two is ultimately, like, the best option? Well, let me tell you, so when you blend... For our palate, generally they're stronger cigars, right? Manufacturers have more developed palates. Because where the confusion, in my opinion, happens with the consumer, they're all, I want full-bodied, I want full-bodied. They don't really want full-bodied. They want full flavor. Right. Exactly. And that's where they get confused. Yeah. It, it just It's education, right? you got to train people, and their palates have to be developed. Most manufacturers have developed palates. So we enjoy stronger cigars in body. And obviously we want the flavor, right? We want the richness, the complexity, and all that in our cigar. But when you talk to a lot of consumers and they say, man, I want a full-bodied cigar, you give them something full-bodied, it's too much for them. What they're truly looking for is something on the medium, medium to full side, but full flavor. And yes. that's where the consumer gets mistaken. So, Nimish, what I've learned, terminology in the cigar industry is so complex, you know, and I've learned a lot of different terminology and stuff. What I ask people, what do they like to drink? Because I feel like that's a good carryover. And I'm a horticulturalist, as many people around this table know. So when I sell plants, people don't know what plants they what want. What flowers do you like? Oh, yeah. To grow? So I, Can I you turn Mike's mic off, please. So I explain, like, <laughs> I, co I compare a plant to a child, how they raise it, and how the sure. So it's very much the same thing dealing with a consumer, uneducated consumer. With all, there's so many terms out there. I mean, I know. Latin names of plants and people are like what's this and what's that i mean they don't know the difference between varieties and this and that so but, i mean even the di types of tobacco i mean there's so many names but our consumer is very educated if you look at this industry now and let's go back 15 20 years ago the consumer was not that educated now with the internet well, the consumer yeah. is very very educated and very picky which is good right yep so the strongest will survive and you got to work with your consumer because 
like I said, we have the relationship with our retailers. They'll bring it in because of us. But if their consumer doesn't buy it, they can't push it. Right. So the consumers, and you gotta you gotta listen to the consumer. At the end of the day, retailers, manufacturers make their money off the consumer, and you gotta be smart and listen to the consumer. So you struck a chord with me. So there's some full body cigars that I enjoy, but they're not spicy. Mm-hmm. And then there's some that are uh, full body, but they have flavor. So would you call that the flavorful one a full body? Would you call the spicy one a full so body? So full flavored is different. Like full body, body is about the strength. The yeah. flavor is about the richness and the complexity. And that's where the con- consumer, in my opinion, gets mistaken. Full flavor does not mean full body. Okay. Right? You can have a mild cigar cannot be full flavored. It's just not possible. But a medium, medium to full, full bodied cigar can be full in flavor. And that's where the richness, the complexity, and the key this taste of a body of a cigar is not through the palate. It's through the nose. It's yeah. retro-inhaling a cigar. That's where you really taste the strength of a cigar. Right. And also you get flavor, right? Because you have a lot more senses in your nose than you do in your palate. So I have a question now. Taking what you said about taking what the consumer is looking for, and they're typically looking for like a fuller flavored cigar... Is that why Rocky Patel has taken the direction the past couple of years with their releases having more of a fuller flavor? Because with the exception of the white label, which to me is it's a medium plus full flavored cigar. It's a really, really exquisite Connecticut cigar. But every other cigar you guys have released has been a fuller flavored cigar, like the Disciple, the Rocky 60, you know, the, the Edge 20th mm-hmm. anniversary. So is that because you're taking that consumer feedback and you're blending a cigar that's meeting those full flavored expectations? Or? Correct, correct. Look. I'll tell you, I'm more of a full-bodied guy. One of the cigars I love is the uh, Hoya de Nicaragua Antonio. But that cigar is really full, full-bodied. Most people can't smoke that cigar. It'll knock them on their butt. But it's an, to me, it's an amazing cigar, right? But I don't think, and I could be wrong, I don't think it sells massively just because it's so strong that the average consumer can't smoke that cigar. I mean, Kurt, you could say different from that, but that's my belief. No, I, I agree with you. In that particular cigar is exceptionally full-flavored and full-bodied. Correct. And it's uh, an amazing cigar. I, I find that the bigger ring gauges on that, the grand, what do they call it, the grand something grand or other. Crew, right? You're the retailer. You should yeah, know. <laughs> <laughs> the grand crew. By, the, by the way, Nimitz, this is better than the Thunder. Thank you, thank you. It's a very delicious cigar. So my question, I have two questions. What's your favorite Rocky Patel cigar, and what's your favorite wrapper tobacco in general? So right now, I'm a big fan of the San Andreas wrapper. We've been using that quite a bit. Yes. But I have two favorite cigars in the Rocky Patel line. It's the 60th anniversary and the Disciple. Now, one has San Andreas, the other doesn't. And uh, people always ask me, what's your favorite non-Rocky? For me, it's a Padron Anniversario 64. My favorite cigar is my next one, or the yeah. current one I'm well, having. Also free cigars, right? Anybody yeah, get yeah. Yeah. free cigar, <laughs> I enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't leave out those. Kurt, yeah, exactly. Kurt, what's Name your favorite it. cigar? What's it? What's like your go-to? I mean, Dude, don't, you, em, you don't would, embarrass Kurt next to no, me. It's an M.E.D., but he, he's too... Uh, no, he can't no, say seriously. That. I mean, Eric, <laughs> Eric and you smoke a lot of cigars. What are your go-to cigars? Well, I might smoke less cigars than you actually think, but I do smoke daily. I yeah. have one to two cigars a day. I'm also blessed with a lot of aged cigars that I've collected over the years. I am a big Fuente fan. I love the I love the construction. I love the flavor. I love the 
a lot of their cigars. I, I'm a big Opus fan, even though I'm not an Opus freak. I do enjoy the number four, so I reach for yeah. that a lot. Lately, I've been smoking the uh, Rocky 60 a lot, yeah. but I also smoke a lot of our own brand a lot. I you, still you love did, our blends. You just put out a 724 uh, the, with the Brazilian Manafina wrapper. It's out of this world. Well, I didn't just put that out. I know, but it's out of this world. It's, it, yeah, that, that's our original blend. Yeah. Fabulous. Thank you. Fabulous. So, I love the New England accent. Matafina. It's Matafina. Yeah. <laughs> can you can you say Boston is wicked piss of chowder? It's wicked awesome. No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have, can I you talk another... about the uh, parking in Harvard? <laughs> I can't parallel park. What do you want me to say? <laughs> so, so, Nimish, I have one more question that's going to have one follow-up question to it. So, what is your favorite Vitola? I'm more of a Robusto Toro guy. I'm not a torpedo or a shape guy. I just, I hate cutting off a lot of my cigar. And I, I, I don't use cutters. I use my fingernail. So, I enjoy cigar, usually Robusto and Toros. I'm not a Lancero or a 6x60 guy. That's just me. I, when I was first got in the industry, I was fat. I'm, oh, I got to smoke 6 by 60 Big ring gauge. I'm a big guy. It's a, I don't enjoy something like that big in my mouth. So. so then that's the interesting thing to me is like, so Cigar Aficionado put the Rocky 60 60 gauge size as number two cigar, which essentially for America is number one cigar because the Cuban got the number one. But So what is your opinion of the American market where it's really kind of putting like pushing towards that 60 gauge and like the bigger cigar as opposed to like you know like the, the lancero the coronas like people look at you know whether it's because it's you know the bang for your buck or you know whatever so, the reason is but so let me tell you in my opinion why the 60 got the higher rating than the we have three sizes robusto toro and 60 there's a lot more Hamastron in the filler, which has the sweetness, so that 60 ring gauge has a lot more sweetness and complexity behind it because of the sweetness than the Robusto and the Toro. It's just the percentage of the filler that's in there. That's why, and everyone, when we got those ratings, when they rated all three, said the 60 just had more sweetness that made it more well-balanced and round than the other two cigars, and that's why it got the higher rating. The cigar makes a difference, the ring gauge, right? Because most of the flavor comes from the wrapper, but the strength comes from the fillers. And when you have a lot of Hamastron tobacco or Dominican tobacco, Dominican gives you the mildness, but the Honduran gives you the sweetness. So a 60 ring gauge has a lot more, even though the percentages are the same, has a lot more Hamastron tobacco to give you that sweetness. So which Vitola was the 60 gauge, uh, the, the 60 blended in? We uh, When we blend a cigar, we always blend in Toro shape. Toro? Yeah, when we're blending. Is that because the Toro is the top selling um, size in the market, or is that just because Because I think we just thing. enjoy a Toro size or a Robusto size more than a... The three of us don't smoke a lot of LeBrink 60 ring gauges, but, you know, we, you have to have that for the consumer because they want that size or that shape. So then when do you guys go from the Toro to the 60 gauge, like, how do, you know, what is the intent behind the blend? Like, how do you take that Toro size and then make it to a 60 gauge? Because it's the percentage of the tobacco, the filler that's in there. So if it's one-third, one-third, one-third... You put the same percentages when you go to a, it just more tobacco in there in the filler side, right? Obviously, you have to have a bigger leaf to make a 60 ring gauge 
you probably need a 21 inch wrapper compared to if you're doing a robusto you can get away with the 17 and a toro usually needs a 19 inch wrapper you just don't you don't want to waste tobacco so so, so pat i'm i'm gonna ask eric the same question i asked Kurt. and you do smoke a lot of cigars what's your go-to i mean what's i know you you smoke everything yeah, I smoke everything. But on that point, on the uh, 60 ring gauge, that's a box press 60. I'm more likely to grab the box press 60 because it's not gigantic in your mouth. Right. Most 60s are round. That 60 he's talking about is squared off a little bit more manageable. For I'm not as big as uh, this this giant over yeah. here. You know? and, I, and I will tell you this. When we make cigars... We always taste that cigar round and box press. Box press completely changes the flavor of the cigar. Because when you push something together, the cigar, the tobaccos marinate more. And it changes the flavor. So when we pick a blend, we always taste it with round and box press. And then we make a decision. Whether it's right or wrong, we make a decision. Thank you for turning Mike's mic off, too. Is it crazy right now to ask, like, we've been smoking this hidden her for a while now. Yep, we got to rate it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it's smoking really good for me. Look at that. I mean, <laughs> Can you turn Mike's mic off there? again, please? <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think? We're smoking a cigar tonight. What do you guys think of it? This I is fabulous. Another one. I think, you know, we're going to we're gonna rate it. It's getting down. I'm smoking it down. It's, uh, yeah. So what I find is the cigar that is smoking really good and you're just not really having to pay attention to it, to smoke it, it mm. just goes is so much better than one that you have to fight or keep relighting or touch up or, or whatnot. Um, and it makes it so much more enjoyable if you don't have to think about it. And this is one we haven't had to think about it. We're not thinking about it. We're all smoking it, and nobody's saying anything. Why do we smoke? It's we great. smoke to relax. Yes. That's, right. That's yes. the key. People are like, it's all, you guys, I can't believe you smoke cigars. You're addicted to nicotine. People don't realize the percentage of nicotine in a cigar compared to a cigarette. The addiction is not the nicotine, it's the chemicals That's right. and everything they put in the cigarette. That's right. I don't know of one cigar smoker that wakes up, besides Mike, that's got to have a cigar right. as soon as they uh, wake uh, up. Uh, a cigarette has one to two milligrams of nicotine, and a cigar has 200. Mm-hmm. So, and, it, and it's not the nicotine that's the addiction. It's the chemicals agents. in the cigarettes. Yeah. Yep. So smoke cigars, everybody. That's right. So, so you, spoke, you spoke about the strength and the flavor. How do you control those two components? How do you make a cigar stronger? How do you make a cigar more flavorful? So, in generally, Nicaraguan t- cigar tobaccos have more spice and, and strength. So it's the plant itself. Right. Honduran tobaccos have more sweetness. They're mild, but they have sweetness. They're more medium body. And Dominican tobaccos are more milder. So, as a manufacturer, you, you it's a recipe. You work. You smoke a cigar and like, hey, we need more strength. So we try to put more... Nicaraguan tobacco in there to get the strength. Or if you want the sweetness, you put more Honduran and vice versa. So it starts with the plant, so there's nothing you can do after that procedure to make it stronger or more tasty. It has to be. Yeah, but should you just roll your R? Like the density of the cigar or the, or the, uh, the shape of the cigar. How much does that affect the taste? Yeah. It all comes back to the horticulture. It's always, back is that to what it's it always up to the horticulture. He, yeah. You heard it. Yep. You heard it here tonight, folks. Right from yeah. the pruner. Pat the pruner came out of the left field on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Agriculture. Look, yeah. he would have a headset. He's commenting. <laughs> Boys, turn Mike's mic off, please. <laughs> okay, so something we do always do on the show is uh, we rate cigars. So we've been doing this show for five years every single week. 
In fact, one of Kurt's, another one of Kurt's employees is one of the very originals, and that's uh, Nick. Nick. He's one of the original three that started this uh, podcast. But uh, something that we do on the show is we rate it. And our cigars that rate above a 9.0 make our top 10. And that doesn't mean, I mean, Cigar Aficionado can put out their, their best cigar. It's not how this works. We're the consumers. We're the ones that are buying it. And so we're going we're gonna to rate the cigar. So I'm going to ask the hacks to rate the cigar. So let's start off with uh, Hunter. Well, it's, uh, it's definitely uh, up my alley. Um, it's smoking good, strong and well. I'm going to give it a 9.0. I, I really like it. Fabulous. Joey? I would give it a 9.5. Beautiful. Costas? Does his opinion count he's Greek? Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so, two of them are Greek. Divide by two. Oh. I give this a 9.5. Wow. Fabulous. Pat, Pat the lawyer. Where are you? What's going on? I want you to rate it. Now, Pat's interesting. Pat, of all the ratings, Pat always, we know when Pat likes a cigar. Give a rating to this. Like, if he gives it a six, it's good. It, yeah, <laughs> usually. When I times out of ten, I throw out what he writes, <laughs> what he says. What do you rate this? It's a good cigar. It's, it reminds me of kind of like a Sumatra wrapper. You know, it has like that sweetness, but it has a lot of spice to it. And like what I've noticed with it is on like my palate, it's a really dry, kind of woody forward cigar. And then you get that sweetness kind of through the finish. And then like on the retro hair, it's like kind of like a red Cajun kind of spice. Does he work for a cigar aficionado? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he worked for Half Wheel. No, yeah, Half Wheel. I'm getting Funyuns, like chocolate, you know, M&M, candy coated, whatever. Can you imagine? I want to know what you think your girlfriend's uh, thing is. What's the flavor profile on her? Yeah, Mike, turn your mic off. A little musty. Mike, I'm single, my Losers. I don't have a girlfriend, so I smoke cigars all day. Hey, you're um, hanging around with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do some of my buttons to be like that. Oh, yeah, but, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a really solid cigar. It's nice medium plus body. Oh, I'd say medium full strength. What would um, you rate it? I'd give it a um, 8.3. Okay. Nice. That's, that's a good rate. That's, that's good rate for you. That's really good that's for that. That's yeah. very good yeah. for that. Yeah. Okay, check yeah. roast. Very well constructed. The wrap is a little bit oily. No veins. Uh, didn't have to relight it. Burns really well. Nice ash. Uh, I got the same thing. I got spicy with a little bit of woody at the end. So I'm not fond of spicy cigar, so I'm not going to let that get into the radio. I rated it as a 9.0. Nice. Thank you. Fabulous. Pat McGroin. Pat, is it a tulip or a, uh, what are we doing here? Can you turn Mike's mic off, please? <laughs> <laughs> A little bit of Acer with a Quercus mixed oh, into that, it. Very nice. Yeah, oh, marigold. Yeah, no. Yeah. Acer's maple, Quercus is oak. Yeah, so. I like it. All right. No, um, I did the spice at the beginning went away pretty quick, which I, uh, I'm i not a huge fan of spice, but I, I, I like spice accents in my cigars just to kind of like wake me up a little bit, like, hey, let's go. Plus the whiskey does that too. But anyways... The rest of the cigar has been phenomenal. It's completely different from the cigar we had earlier as far as, like, the profile. But it's later night. I like a warmer cigar, 10, 11 o'clock at night. I want something a little more comfort. So I'm. I, it's going to be an equal, uh, another 9.5 for me tonight. Uh, wow. Great cigar. Really enjoying it. 
the uh, the only thing is that it's it's a little big in my mouth, uh, like Hamlet says. Yeah, I'm not a she, huge. That's what she said. Yeah, yeah. I don't like big uh, things in his mouth. Uh, I don't like big things in my mouth. <laughs> I prefer 52 or less, but the flavor is really good in it. So. That's why you like Mike. You don't like big things in your mouth. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, I'm going to ask Bill. He is Irish. I am Irish. Because you're you're at every podcast. I mean, I really enjoyed this because my second one tonight, my second cigar tonight, and I really enjoyed it. Give it a rating. And I'd give it a 9.6. Wow. Fabulous. Cigar God Dave. Best five bucks I ever spent. Okay, I smoked one last night when we were over at the Tobacco Shack. Yes. And. This one's even better. Because I think Mike put it in his bun hole before he gave it to you. <laughs> Stop laughing, Joey. Am I going to have to deal with this one on the road? I know. I smoked the one last night. It was good, but it was the first one I had last night. And tonight, this is the second cigar I'm having. So this is, that makes a big difference, which one you start with. Right, right. And... This following up from what we smoked earlier, this is just phenomenal. I'm going to go with the 925 on this. Fabulous. Like I said, what's, it's... What's your rating, Rick? You don't have to think about it. It just smokes away. It's awesome. This, this I want to hear what Rick has to say. This is my fourth cigar today. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> when all said and done, I'll probably have about seven of them. I like the fact that the retrohale on this is outrageous. Oh, the retrohale is great, good. Great retrohale. Started off with, you could taste the Lajero, mellowed right out. It has really nice, almost cedarish yeah. um, overtones. I love Eastern this. Eastern or Western I'm, cedar? Eastern. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to rate this like a 9.65. This is nice. outstanding. Not only would I, I would buy this on a regular basis. This is absolutely fabulous. So am I rep of the year again? So this cigar <laughs> comes out to a 9.25. I'm going to give it a 9.26 because there's a 9.255. So yeah, it's a 6. It's a 6. 9.26. And when you factor in uh, Pat the Law Student's uh, right. rating, it's actually Without better. Without that, that, where is he? I'm going to Pat, Pat you what the f***? 8 point what? Hamlet, can you shut up, please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, you're security. Punch him. <laughs> Did we get a rating from the shadow? I don't think the shadow is ready to rate anything tonight. <laughs> now, it's funny. On our top ten list, right now, the best cigar that we've smoked this year so far has been the Rocky Patel 60. That is still number one. Three years in a row, baby. So far, half the year's over. Tonight. Is Mike yeah, paying you guys off? It's cost, no, it's cost no, me but a but fortune. Wait, we didn't have the shipping container rate the cigar. We gotta have the shipping container, aka Sean Van England. There you go. What do you think? Yeah, Sean, you better give it a good rate. Put him on. Not doing it, dude. I have a question. I we're sitting out here. What the town are we in again? Manchester, New Hampshire. Oh, Manchester, and I'm looking left and right. It seems like everyone has to go through a magic wand, like a security wand, to get into any of these places. But Eric's, but Eric's. That's because of everybody up here carries guns. Everybody carries a weapon. And Manchester's a big car. And weapons and booze just don't mix. I agree. I agree. And so uh, 
If you wait about another half hour, you're going to see a police force unlike you've ever seen anything. Because Manchester police will be out here in full. As usual. Shout but, uh, out to Manchester police. You guys rock. Stay safe. Can we please turn Mike's mic off? <laughs> I'm always amazed by the street because we'll be out here in the dead of winter and all the women that walk by, they're all freezing and they're all wearing uh, sleeveless shirts. But they look good. But they, they look, look good. good. Hey, Rick. Rick. Uh, Nimish has a man on this podcast ever. Can you tell Nimish about the reps of the year, the guys you have that's like... <laughs> Kind of like, I'm wearing reps. Why you, yeah, why you world. That well, you can't be rep of the year with that talking. <laughs> that you're <laughs> I have trophies. I have trophies, by the way. By the way, I, I, we, we got some important news tonight. I want you guys to meet our new rep, Kevin. Yes. Mike's been voted off the island. Let's take it over, Mike. Let's all rate it. Yeah, let's all rate it. Who wants Shadow? Yeah. Who wants Mikey? Oh. <laughs> I thought I loved you guys. I love you guys. Shadow's hired. Carry him up. Carry him the people up. have spoken. It's all about the Shadow. <laughs> the problem is Shadow can't keep his eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just so astounded. He's just, he's just ready to break He's down. a man of many words. Down right now, yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? Shadow <laughs> overserved tonight? Kurt, I'm asking you, he was at your place. Was the Shadow overserved tonight? <laughs> I don't think so, no. Uh, he would never do that. <laughs> cool beans. Shadow, could you say something to the crowd? They want to hear you. Free Cuba. <laughs> Free Cuba. Free Cuba. That was perfect. That was perfect. That was perfect. Somebody turned Mike's mic off. What? What happened? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Where are we? Are we in Plasto? No. Where are we? No, they asked to turn your mic off. Oh, okay. Yeah. We're still in Manchester. It's only been a couple oh, minutes. I have my fans. Okay. You can't. You guys can't bury me. I have my fans out there. Max Bickler does not count. <laughs> We've all been to Mikey's house. We've seen the pictures. He's our man. We've all been. There. These are my guys right here. I love you guys. We love you, man. Right. Get some more questions for these guys. I don't know. Or you want to do something else? Let's do something else. All right. Wait, I what's, go, what's going on in the world? I want tonight. to introduce Eric to our sales rep. He's never met him before. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's not right. You know, that's you know, not right. Now, I don't want this to go through his head. It will. Please don't I'm, say it. It I, will. I'm going to tell you. So the same thing I said in the previous podcast. Somebody wrote into our show from Rhode Island, called us a bunch of pussies, and said, you pussies have to come to the greatest cigar shops in the world. And the hacks went to Rhode Island in the limo. Chuck Rose followed us down with one of the other hacks. But we went with the limo. We picked this guy up at 10 o'clock in the morning. And we went to four outstanding shops. They were all different. We went to Luz. We went to uh, the Regency Emporium. We went to uh, the Havana Cigar Shop. 
and we were at Mr. Paul J's. Joy's, Mr. J's Havana shop. Awesome place. And, awesome and, place. You know, and I'm going to say it again. Paul Joyle's father had passed away just two days earlier, and yet he came out to meet us all. And it was kind of funny because the man that called us a bunch of effing pussies at 9 o'clock at night had to call an Uber and get an Uber home. And as he was leaving, he was like, you guys are animals. (laughs) And I mean, what was funny was he mentioned the greatest shops. And when I think of the greatest shops, I think of Castro's, I I think of Twins. And, you know, I have to say, the shops up here in New Hampshire, there are no greater shops. And I, I've i been all over the country. Been down to Coronado, been everywhere, all over San Diego. No, no, I'm being serious. The shops, and there are a lot of them. There are a lot of them in New Hampshire. Why are Kurt and Eric unzipping their pants? I want to know what's going on. I say say the same thing. They don't a sword fight? What the I say the same thing about shenanigans and El Toro and some of the other shops. We're all from Plastow Cigar, but the shops in New Hampshire are just outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. Let's call a spade a spade. It ain't Curtin Eric, it's their people. It's their people that make it happen. It's me and Eric. <laughs> Can you turn Kurt's mic off now? I don't. I don't know. Uh, He's Kurt, talking a little Kurt, more than you. When Bree was leaving, how many people showed up? Quite a few, yeah. A Quite a few. And yeah. then, oh, and then Lisa, me. we came, and Lisa was there, and the place was mobbed. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was you know, packed that just, night. Just incredible. And the same thing with Eric's staff. I mean, I didn't see Kelly tonight, but. Uh, Absolute doll, and uh, your crew is incredible. We all know about my staff. <laughs> they're, they're wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I have a question for you. Staff, my buddy, staff. my buddy Joey told me he had your bartender back there is his future wife. Tell me a little oh, that, bit about that's this. a different one. Oh, that's, that's a different, different one. No, yeah, that, right. that's Kaylee. What's all his right. name? You only hire a female bartender. You. Don't get married, Joe. <laughs> knucklehead poured my drink earlier. <laughs> Don't get married, Joe. Joey's getting a little frisky over here. Yeah. What's going on? Mike, thank you very much. Mike's mic off. What? <laughs> thank you guys for giving me the rep of the year for three years in a row. I appreciate yeah. it. I mean, four. I don't want to. I don't want to take this trophy like too far. But, Five years in a row. Is that like so, one of those like participation so, so trophies? N- n- How many? Nimitz, six. Yes. I'll tell you something funny. For the first year that Mike won the rep of the year, Eric Wentworth, we used to, uh, a lot of us smoke hammer and sickle. And Eric Wentworth made a comment, don't I get a trophy? So we went and we got him a trophy. I think we gave him the douchebag award. The sneaker, award. the sneaker. Right? Uh, we that gave him the a sneakers. Time, yeah. We made jokes and everything. And for Mike, what started as a joke, we, we got him a legit tro- trophy. And from there on, it's just, oh, the paddy wagon's here. Mm-hmm. All right. But, it's a hat mobile. Hey, true. Take them. Take them. Take them. Please turn Mike's mic off. We can do that. But, but truly, this man is known. Every shop we've ever gone to mentions Mike. Everywhere we go mentions Mike. He's known. He's known everywhere. And when he's not drunk... He's a very stand-up guy, and he does a damn good job. Thank you, Rick. Damn good Eric job. Eric and Kurt had no clue what his name was till today. Oh, oh, so I don't true. understand that. That's not true. <laughs> Thanks I love you guys. Mike. Shows, right? 
It's all about it's all about the shadow tonight. Shadow, shadow, he knows. Shadow looks. Yeah. Well, we all went down to Florida on a uh, Rocky Patel extravaganza. Down to uh, down to see Tom Brady down in Tampa. Yeah, we had fun, right? Yeah, we had a good time. Ate a lot of crabs, all kinds of. Yeah. yeah. Wait, you Played got crabs shuffle. in Florida? Well, I've had crabs, but that was in Pennsylvania. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time down there. Eric, we're going to do it again this year. That's right. Get to Eric, see Tom Brady. Can you age? My set. All those guys are getting old, and you still look like you're 40 years old, dude. <laughs> yeah. That's one thing about this industry. I mean, I think, like, we've been friends. We grew in this industry together. We're friends. Anywhere you go in this country, you drop into a cigar shop. Nicest people. And you light a cigar up. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. You become friends with everybody you're with. Yeah. I love that. I mean, I think we've experienced it together. We went to, you know, Florida. That's right. We went to Honduras together. Right. It, it, everywhere you go, you just enjoy this product. Mm-hmm. Plus what it we means we reminisce. That's my thing, you know. The reminisce oh, yeah. is my thing. Yeah. Yeah. We went to Vegas together too. Yeah. I just met you tonight <laughs> oh, for the first the way, time. <laughs> by the way, Joey's like seventy pounds, but he drinks like one hundred and fifty ounces of alcohol every <laughs> hour. Yeah, drinking. Yeah. I'm like Joey. I have to be up on the floor at nine in the morning. It's like five in the morning. He's like, we'll just have one more. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> and then and then Joey snuggles up on the couch like a. Throw pillow. <laughs> and I'm like, I gotta go. I gotta go back and shower real quick, Joey. I'll be back, and he's there with a beer in his hand. You're, you're a madman, Joey. By the way, yeah, if no. you don't know Joey, he's a madman. <laughs> I went. I went from the bar to the store, like to the floor in Vegas. Unbelievable. I think you, Joey you drink. Joey. Joey had the same clothes on for all four days last year. <laughs> so, so I was left for like 20 minutes that whole week. Bill, can you keep up with him? No. <laughs> yeah, listen, the thing is, like, he has this thing. Like, we don't have it. Like, if I'm at 6 in the morning, like, in the casino on the couch, I'm a slug drunk in the casino on the couch. Joey just, like, cuddles up, and he's like a, he's like a throw pillow. Like, nobody even knows he's there. He's like, oh, I'm just sitting here sleeping. Nobody knows who he is. It's like, you're, like, there. You, like, blend in. I can't do that. <laughs> and then he wakes yeah. up, like, a half an hour later, drinks another drink. Dude, you're a mad, you're a madman. You have a Tampa Bay Buccaneer shirt on. You don't blend in. Yeah, well, you know. Mm. Everybody knows Tom Brady's the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. Yeah, that's true. Everybody knows that, right, Kurt? Yeah. Kurt knows. Yeah, but are you a New England fan or are you a Tampa Bay fan? You can't have. No, I, I'm, I'm a fan of brilliance and, like, and I respect yeah, that, know, but why do you still have season tickets to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Tom Brady. I, I think. <laughs> I really think Tom Brady might come back for this, like a couple yeah. of. Tom, all Tom, right, maybe, maybe for the for the Raiders, but yeah. not for Tampa Bay. Yeah. That's right. I'm gonna say if there's a team that needs a quarterback, like in the 15th, 16th week, he'll be there. Right, Tom. 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 Call in. Tom, call in right now. Tom, please call in. Call me out. Mike, you know. Bail him out real quick. Mike, you know this is tape delayed, right? Is it? Yeah. You know this is dead right? All right. I'm going to say one thing right now. I love Nimi. I know he's a diehard Packers fan. I appreciate that. I respect that. But this year, the Jets, 0-17. 
right. 17 is oh, great. Oh, and 17, you get, great. Number, you get the number one pick, right? Caleb Williams coming yeah. our way. Look, yep. That clown from Green Bay, they're going down. They're, they're yeah, not doing right. five. They who might the, get five wins this year. Who That's the it. is talking in the background some bull? Your I'm new friend, Eric. My, my new friend. You were friends. just praising him a few yeah, minutes ago. Was, but I didn't know he was an idiot. I didn't know he was an idiot. <laughs> Maybe five wins this year. That's it out of New York Jets. Maybe five wins. Five. That's giving him a couple. Aaron Rodgers is a clown. He's been to the Super Bowl once. He sucked in the playoffs three times. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right, this, right. is, wait, this wait, is New wait. England f***ing sports. This is the guy that Kurt introduced me tonight that he had to create a they bathroom for. <laughs> what is a they bathroom? That's all I want to know. Do you think Aaron Rodgers wins the AFC championship? No. no. What are you saying? He's going to own The Packers <laughs> are 17 and own Super Bowl champs. That's what I'm saying. Packers are? Yes. Love. Let's show some love, baby. <laughs> We're losing control. Always, always. Tom Brady. Always losing control. All right, so let's, let's. Tom, I love you. Let's do our fun. Tom Brady's uh, going to be on a sports cast, and that's it. Let's play for Miami, and it happened. Yeah, let's fine. let's do our final notes about the cigar, Pat. Pat's like, oh, this has got a little grassiness to it. Oh, Eric's like, a little don't bit mess up cooler. my hair. Yeah. Smells like a rose. Eric, they yeah. messed up your hair, dude. Notes of Patrulia. Yeah. <laughs> Pat, do you use a push mower or do you ride along? What yeah, do you do? turn my mic off? Listen, listen, folks. When I mow, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. I had Pat did the uh, front of my house. <laughs> We went with him to where his father's the manager of a shop. We drove about 45 minutes from my house to this, uh, this greenery. Nursery place, yeah. I've been in medicine a long time, 35 years as a nurse. This guy walked through, and I was amazed what came out of his mouth. His knowledge of, of those plants, of what grew, was absolutely Amazing. It's not so as good although as all, I'm the animus, conti- all the enemas that Rick gave. No, I've given a lot no, of enemas in my life. <laughs> but, so, so when I mow, I mow with the wave, you know? Oh, okay. Yeah. Wave. yeah, yeah I, like the wave. I like that wave. Yeah, yeah. especially especially the low, low, low side. Did you guys see low. this? He's doing this little wave thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think so. he's in Fenway. Right. Final note. Yeah. Can we turn Mike, Mike, Mike off? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's a great cigar. I haven't I touched it up once, but I think it's just from the wind out here. But it's it's a phenomenal cigar. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, Chuck Roast, the Greek. Thank you for the introduction. Uh, Yeah, I'm not a fan of spicy cigars, but uh, I liked it, and I went. I want to raise mine from a 9.0 to a new 9.25. Oh, going up. It's going up. That compensates for uh, Pat the law student there. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not here now, so we can. We can Thank do... God he left. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be on the unemployment line tomorrow, dude. I think Pat went to the day bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he didn't take Pat with. I mean, Pat with him. What the <laughs> look at Eric. Eric trying to get into. A, I can't even pronounce the name of the lounge. There goes but. Shelley. There goes Shelley. Hey, frisky yeah, before you go in there. Shelley, him Shelley. they're all going in. Him and Shelley <laughs> went hand in hand. No, Shelley's going to do sell a hundred boxes to guys right now. The guy's like frisking everybody who goes in there, too. 
That's the only reason Eric went there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, Joey, anything that floats your boat, right? Yeah, he was feeling a little dry tonight. Joey, <laughs> any final notes? Just a ton of sweetness, which I really like in a cigar. The smoke consistency was nice and fluffy. It was perfect. Fluffy? What the, the f***? Fluffy. fluffy. <laughs> what are you, a fluffy cigar. It, oh, f*** off, man. Oh, it's a little fluffy, a little oh, fluffy. You, you <laughs> made it in the smoke texture? What the <laughs> wrong with you? you? I thought you worked in this industry. You're like, what, twice my age? You don't pay attention to that? I'm twice your size and twice your age, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> too, too bad your dick yeah. isn't as big. Uh, <laughs> oh, I was Joey, thinking the same hey, thing. So, for Joey? All, for all the lady listeners, Joey's hung like a Dog. When they yeah. ask you where I keep it, that's where it is. <laughs> Costas. <laughs> Another Greek. Sicilian. Gonna get the Greek review. Well, we got the best olive oil from the Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Olive oil. We have plenty of olive oil. What do you, what do you think about There's it? some olive oil. I love Place this cigar. Down this is steam will roll around. It's got that olive oil glistening in the moonlight. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I like the cigar a lot. I had one last night. It was really good. I, it's right down my alley. I am. Hunter Rick. Hunter Rick. Well, again, I, I love the cigar. Um, I already finished mine. It was, it was really good. It was phenomenal. So, uh... That's Somehow yeah. Nimish made it happen. So he made it happen. So it was another one. It was a great cigar. Now. Thank For the you. five Thank years you. of doing this show, this is the fifth cigar that I've smoked right down to nothing. I'm changing my rating to a 9.75. This is an outstanding freaking cigar. So what's the total? What We're up? not there yet. Cigar God Dave. Well, I'm also smoking this down to nothing. My fingers are starting to get, they get a little hot. It's going to warm us up. It's That's freaking right. cold it out here. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not, not that bad. What, what are you, from hey, Florida you're, you're or from, something? You're from Green Bay. Yeah, and on. then you got these dingleberries <laughs> and shorts and T-shirts. What the <laughs> F and... What do you think, Dingleberries, <laughs> <laughs> You're in New England. You better enjoy yeah. it. When it's 60, you wear shorts. Yeah. This is summer for us. <laughs> you, go, you go to Florida, it's 70 me. degrees down yeah. to Florida. Yeah. They're all wearing their winter jackets. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't even have real big bellies. I'm impressed. What do you got, Dave? What's, oh. What's, oh, I'm at uh, 925. Uh, I'll go to a 93 with this, yeah. I did the retro hail since I rated it last. It's pretty good. Where are we at? Rex. This cigar just came out to a 9.46. We got a new cigar. Top of the line. He just had a 60? Yeah, head is 60. Are you kidding me right now? I ain't kidding wow. you. Just knocked Nibbish. out the Rocky Patel 60. That's why you got to bribe people. That's how wow. it works. <laughs> it's a head of 60, really? It is. No, but what is the, what is the cigar? So this is, the, Nimi, this is the Nimi D. Nimi D. Nimi D. He's like, what cigar is this? What, I know. What, yeah. what, what, what? I wonder whose cigar we could be smoking. Uh-huh. Nimi, would you like to uh, chime in? Nope, I'm just happy with the rating. Yeah, it was one of Kurt's cigars, right? It was Kurt. Yeah, it was Kurt's cigar, right? It's better than the Thunder. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad you made it. <laughs> it's all good. So how I many do you have to give to get that rating? Holy <laughs> shit. The answer's eight. The answer's eight. Well, Mike, Mikey, you took care of all those yeah. <laughs> I'm a company guy. Yeah. yeah, he's a company guy. He was over enthusiastic, you know. 
right. He asked gonna... for nine, but everyone else said no. Is it really above the 60 right now? It is. Oh, my God. Good Mike's God, embarrassed man. now. No, it's awesome, dude. I love this cigar. Can somebody turn Mike's mic off? Which is funny because now the, now the Rocky Patel cigars are in first and second. Wow. It's a horse race. Oh, sounds, race. sounds like a three-time champion rep of the year for me. All right. Oh, okay, can we wrap this up here? Let's wrap yeah, it up. One more thing. Can I say one thing to end this, this podcast? I'm going to tell you guys right now. Kurt has a milestone going on right now. 25 years. It's 26 now in the industry, right, for your cigar brand. And we, cigar. Made, a, we made a cigar for Kurt. The Less hair and more beer. 25th anniversary <laughs> cigar. Honestly, it's Awesome. <laughs> yeah. A few of you guys got to taste it tonight because you know, we brought a few back from Honduras. But if you guys want to really get in on something that's special, it's coming. It's on the container right now, right? It's on the water. It might take a left in the Erie Canal. It might take another month and a half to get We here. don't go through the Erie yeah, yeah. Canal. No, it might. It might. <laughs> because, because every time I ask. Can we join this guy's no, mic on, no, I'm going to tell you guys. Every time I ask, when's this guy coming? Uh, they'll be like, uh, it's, it's on the water. Yeah, well, what? Water is on the Erie Canal, or on where, where's it come from? But that's the guy he smoked in Honduras. Current's 25th anniversary that Rocky Patel made for him nice. to make this special event. Awesome, you guys gotta try it. It's gonna show up now that it's our 26th anniversary. Yeah, yeah. it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. Yeah. You might get it by 27. Yeah. You never forget your 25th. Yeah. You never forget it. Okay, that's let's right. do a quick wrap. Yeah, never forget your first. <laughs> and you never forget the last one either. Okay. <laughs> Thanks to the panel. Nurse Rick. Mike the Cop. Thank you. Hunter Rick. Kurt Chandler. 724 Cigars and Twin Smoke Shop. Nimish Desai. Rocky Patel Cigars. There you go. Joey the Gen. <laughs> Costas the Oil Man. <laughs> Chuck Roast. Pat McGroin. This is your humble announcer producer, Cigar Hack Dave. Thanks for listening. Forgot oh, man. Eric. 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 Oh, I didn't forget. Man. I just left him out. <laughs> Don't forget about Killer. It was the best. Yeah. And Bill. He's and our host. And all the guys in the peanut gallery who went next door to chase the ladies. <laughs> I, think they wanted, I think they wanted to get felt up. I, I, I don't know about ladies. I saw some lady boys walking in there, too. <laughs> you know, I'm, ho- I'm holding out. I'm going to save all my points. So Kurt has to throw a party for the hats, and there's 30 of us. I'm going to invite the whole crew. <laughs> I thought he used his voice. Happy for everybody. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got thousands. I got one last thing to say. Yeah. Support your B&Ms, guys. Yeah, yeah. B&M's Support sure. your B&Ms. All the way. Thanks Amen. to the listeners. You made it through another one. Our social media tag is Skyhacks all over the usual channels. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, our website, Skyhacks.com. And Facebook. Send us an email. Skyhacks at Skyhacks.com. See you next time at Skyhacks. Yeah. It's freaking cold. It's freaking cold. Cigars and Nimmy D's, etc. Thank you, Killer. Turn Mike's Castro Smoke Turn Shop. Mike's in Mike off. Thank you. Manchester, New Hampshire. Thank Mike.